Welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas and we've finished the Melbourne International Comedy Festival and a man who had a great one, who enjoyed it as much as I did, is my dear friend, podcast husband, Dilruk Singer. Thank you, Benjamin. I loved it and enjoyed it indeed. And congratulations to you and Josh L for a great uh, show. Uh, technically, I guess I saw it twice uh, yeah. because um, <laughs> the first one I came, I missed your session. I was uh, too busy getting tacos from uh, love some tacos from, from the Vic Markets because Vic Market Night Market is a rare thing. I was like, okay, uh, I finished my show at uh, 8:50. Ben starts at 9:30. I think I can go get some tacos and come back. But then by the time the tacos, uh, uh, what happened? happened was the place uh, got my order wrong so they gave me a second serving of uh, a different taco thing for free so i had these two big servings of taco that then uh which uh, people can see on the instagram i chucked it on there and uh, uh so i missed your session so then i saw josh and i saw your q a and so i thought i'll do the right thing and then the final night it came for the full hour the full and hour here's something that i wanted to reveal uh to you on the uh pod live yes. do you remember after the show on the final night what were anything that happened with us i mean it seems like a bit of a blur blur okay okay I did uh, anything anything peculiar about me uh no no i mean i i, I appreciate no, your not. new sneakers I've always appreciated the new sneakers you've oh, been wearing. The I really, yeah, I really like them. I have noticed things. I noticed them on stage when I went to the, your show, and then, yeah. of course, you were still wearing them. I mean, you wouldn't change the shoes on the way. But they looked really comfortable. They're so comfortable. They, uh, the, um, I get a lot of comments about them because they're, they're, they're Yeezys, Kanye. Uh, 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 see, Kanye I don't West. know. I don't know anything about because I also. Neither do I. Neither do I, my friend. <laughs> I have no clue. But. Uh, People, but it's it's funny because all about those shoes or that culture of of sneakers uh, either like complimenting me or like oh why would you get Yeezy? There's a whole fucking culture that where I'm not aware oh, of. Oh, see, I have no idea about that. I well, how how funny is this? this is such a data approach. I looked at them and went, wow, amazing, comfortable shoes that you can also wear on stage. Perfect. Yeah, that's good, what, that, aren't they? That's what I was looking. At. I was like, fuck, man, this is like this is this is great. Like, and I never noticed other people's shoes. It's right. You, Right. I get it now. I'm part I'm starting to get sucked into that world of sneakers because the amount of compliments I was getting, it's multiple people and people like even people like you who don't know, like me, who don't know anything about it, will look at it and go, Fuck, those are cool. What are they? And yeah. um and cool they, and comfortable. That that's like it was like yeah. it was it was just it's like, like the combination. Yeah, man, you saw me on stage. I'm so limber and I'm so like up and about. I'm it's so comfy shoes. Comfy shoes. Um I I might as well tell you the price tag is six hundred and fifty dollars. No. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that is that I don't I didn't even know shoes could get that expensive. Oh, they get way more expensive. There was a Travis Scott one that I nearly bought, which was uh then I saw the price tag. I was like, oh, thank you. Uh that was two thousand one hundred. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm But wouldn't not you just that. if you had shoes that expensive, wouldn't you just be continually worried that they're gonna get dirty? Op- Hundred percent. It's a terrible culture. I just think it's no, like these ones. I've I've learned that because of the way they're the sort of black and white zebra-looking things that are pretty awesome. The dirt on it doesn't quite um, quite um, catch up. Although there was one day when I spilt uh, salsa on one of the shoes. 
<laughs> and God bless my beautiful girlfriend who uh, had the, she hates them. She thinks shoe culture, the people that she's met in her world who talk about obsessively about shoes are wankers. And I agree with her, but uh, so, but she still saw how much I loved it. So she realized uh, that I was heartbroken when a drop of salsa hit my shoes. So she found baking soda and stuff and, you know, showed me how to clean them. I'm like, this what, is, great. What, what, this is what, a great relationship. No, but it's true. It's funny. It's It shows like a true love for someone. So my friend Stu, one of my best mates, always talks about this. This is like uh, he brought up not too long ago where we were living together in our mid-20s and mm. he bought this jacket, right? Absolutely loved this jacket. Wore on, looked fucking amazing, right? And then one night we were out somewhere on Brunswick Street and someone bumped into him, right? Bumped into it. I had a fair few drinks. Bumped into it. Spilt red wine on it. Mm. And I went into panic stations. I just went, take off the jacket. Take off the jacket. And he's like, and then and I was like, quickly. And then I went there. I was like, has anyone got salt in the kitchen? I was like, anyone got salt in the kitchen? So then I drenched the jacket. Uh, you on that sp- shots? The, no tequila shots. And then just put so much salt on it. And then as he said, he goes, then you spent the next 20 minutes with the jacket like it was a person that had passed out or severely injured yourself and stopped all conversation. And he goes, I, like, I loved you so much because, like, I love the jacket, but because I knew how much he loved the jacket, I would do anything to fix the jacket for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it also was a good uh, good lesson. I mean, for me, consumerism, I guess is the word, but it's like, oh, okay, if you're going to buy these things, it's, you know, the, the more expensive they are, the more likely you are to be heartbroken when you know it's dirty or whatever and you just learn to live with that you know what i mean it's the same thing anything that has a high has a big come down as well so you're gonna have to like learn to accept the good with the bad i guess so now so i wear the shoes everywhere now except maybe if i know that it's going to be like a muddy kind of situation i'll go back to the rms but you know i was wearing i wore them all comedy festival i um i i'm i reckon i'm gonna have my uh, um, everyday use Yeezys as well as my show Yeezys. I'm going to buy another pair, I reckon, for stage. It's it, but, it, it's, I find it fascinating because I, I, I looked at those shoes and I was like, oh, they're really comfortable. But then in my head, I'm like, well, I, they're just going to get so dirty with the kids. And yeah. and then part of me was just like, because, you know, like you know, I have you know two pairs of shoes at the moment that my orthotics fit in and mm. they're, the, they're the shoes I wear all the time. Mm. But then it's funny because then you learn, like if you have a nice set of clothes, like you know, one of your nice jackets, mine and I have also noticed that there is no point in getting changed before you go on a date night until the kids are in their pyjamas and have their showers. Ah. Because if you get into your date clothes, even around dinner, around dessert time, it will end up, ultimately end up, on you and you'll be like yes. fuck I've got to change like I've got this new sort of pastel sort of orangey jumper which my my, my just like I love it because you always wear black but I love it when you've got a bit of colour but yeah. seriously I wore it because when she came home last night it was like our first night in I was like, sort of have a date night home and seriously after dinner there was three pasta sauces again mm-hmm. can't blame that on the kids can only blame that on myself yeah <laughs> let's talk a bit more fashion I'm introducing a lot more colour to my uh, repertoire if you haven't noticed like so on stage the jacket that I was wearing was a white jacket yes. uh, and because uh, I used to be traditionally very darker colors and even my uh, jumpers and stuff like that they're starting to be like bright orange or yellow t-shirts and I'm just I'm just pushing myself out of my comfort zone because I used to wear darker colors because I was insecure about my body shape and um, I thought if you wear dark then it's sort of they say it's slimming black is slimming yeah. uh, and uh, but I'm like you know what fuck that noise because I like being colorful. I'm a colorful person. Look at the Sri Lankan flag that's behind me. Look at all those colors. There's yellow, orange. What's your favorite color combination? 
Uh, purple and yellow, I reckon, for some oh, reason. Oh, God, that, that's that's nightmare to me, only because it was my school uniform. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, right. Are you Wesley? Did you know uh, you yeah, to... I, I went to Wesley for the last three years, okay. and purple and yellow uh, is imprinted in my head. My, my favourite one is blue. Uh, blue and yellow. Uh, it's still the yellow in there. Well, that's my school. Blue, white, and yellow. Blue, uh, white, and gold. <laughs> I promise uh, you. Yeah, blue, white, and gold is. But it's colors. funny because I was trying to work out why I like those colors, and then it wasn't until I. The Eagles. Yeah, uh, no, the Dutch railway system. <laughs> Oh, wow. There you go. So, so it's just like I love the bright yellow by blue. And as a kid, you know, I love trains and train sets. And so well, then I was like, oh, that's where that's where the combination of love came from. Purple purple is kind of the front run, I guess. Uh, and that's why you uh, even my Victorious Line poster has me in the purple velvet jacket. Or people would have seen me on Spicks and Specs last week. I had the purple yes. jacket and stuff like that. So I love purple. I used to wear purple jumpers. Anyway. The point being, I'm introducing more colors. That's that's why I'm with, going with white. I'm wearing white T-shirts more. I'm starting to just embrace it going, I'm not going to wait for my body to catch up to the place I want to be. I'm going to push myself Good to one. feel comfortable already. But going um, back to that final night of the comedy festival uh, yes, on April final. 18th, uh, you didn't notice anything? Okay. No, I didn't, I didn't. Okay, cool. That's good. Because Benjamin, uh, your friend Dilruk Jaisinger, who was sitting in the crowd and had a great time that night, was a what, fucking. I love that show. I, I, I think you guys, were a li- you guys were a little bit uh, thrown off by the fact that the dirty material wasn't uh, hitting hard necessarily. Yeah, no. But, and also, it was comparing to the night before. The Saturday yeah, was sure, just sure. Went, went but off, but so. from, a, from an audience's perspective, it was amazing. And you guys should be very proud. Uh, but your friend Dilruk, who was in there, uh, just glad you didn't notice anything. But I was high as fuck. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> like running away from the show because I realized just how fucking high I was at the end. I was like, Ben, I got to go. I'll see you soon. Bye. And you're like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, I just got to get some food. Bye. And I was just like getting the fuck out of there because I didn't want to be around anyone because I'm not really. Used- oh, man, I was gone. Did I- you have an edible? Not quite. Um a uh, person who shall rename, remain nameless, I guess, until they're on the pod. Hopefully, they're I've got a feeling I know who it is. But anyway, yeah. oh, who do you reckon it is? Let's have a guessing game. Is it? Yeah, was, I don't it think Na- you... was it Nina? No, no, uh, no, no. Who's going to be on the pod? Someone who hasn't been on yet. But anyway, uh, no. Look, um, uh, comedian uh, uh, introduced me to um, uh, oil. These little uh, drops. Yes, yes, and, oil. Uh, it's a, which I is got... look. For a lot of people who know, and I'm familiar with this with a family member, very big in chronic pain. So, Mate, uh, honestly, look, I don't endorse any of this stuff, but I got a. Uh, so the person who gave it to me told me that a regular weed smoker uh, doesn't have more than three drops. Like a heavy weed smoker, don't 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 do anything more than three. So me, as someone who maybe smokes uh, once a year, just to yeah. kind of get a buzz. On <laughs> On deal day, correct. Yeah, I forgot deal day. That's right. Uh, on deal day, I thought, you know what? If the if the, like a hardcore smoker has three, then me as someone who has it once a year should also have three. And so, fuck. <laughs> but the incredible thing about it is, mate, because it's drops or whatever. I don't know how it works. So I, I thought it was CBD oil, but it turns out it's like CBD and TCH or THC or whatever. Yeah, because CBD oil takes the THC out of it. Right. So, so what did I have that – because there's certain CBD oils that don't have a high effect, right? Well, it's hard to take – and again, and I'm sure this listeners who know, a lot more knowledgeable than I am. But the yeah, yeah point please of don't C- take any of this as gospel. Please don't C- fucking CBD hold oil, us accountable. 
you can't. You try to get all the THC out of it. It's very hard, but you can which get is like the, the thing that gets you high, is it? Yeah, higher. Okay. But then, of course, you can then just have it in its natural form, which then has the THC. However, it is then, of course, um, more. Yeah, it's more intense and it's more part of it. Like unlike if you were to smoke something, but if you have two drops, and also it kicks in a lot quicker because it goes straight into your system. Ah, oh, well, I disagree. For me, oh then, no, edibles don't. Sorry, it's the other way around. Edibles take right. longer to digest rather right. than smoking it. Mate. So I had it, um, I would say, around 7, 4, what's the 6.40 show, blah, 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 I finished. Uh, let's say, eight, say um, I, I had it at, um, at 8 o'clock, right? Yeah. Right, three drops. And then I came to your show. I was completely fine. I was chatting to you and Josh before the yeah, show. Yeah, fine. You're fine, yeah. Fine, right? Sitting in the show. And there was this nice moment where I think between you and Josh at some point, just everything just was nice and nice, like the lights became really nice and glowy and both of you just <laughs> e- emanating so much energy. And I was like, this is beautiful. What a great, wonderful show. I love that. This is, I'm here with two of my close friends doing the thing that they love. And I was in a great headspace. And then by the question time, the Q and a moment, I was like, Fuck, who are these people who are asking questions? Stop it. Who are these? I don't want. I just want Josh and Ben. And I realized, oh, my God, it's kicked in fucking hard. So it took like an hour and a half to kick in, right? Were, and, you, there, were you there that night when they asked the Amazon question? <laughs> the three the question? The, how do you get past the security passwords that the Amazon went ordering on Amazon? Were you there? Yeah, I was there. That was the bizarrest one. That was there was also one where they asked you a question and you had no idea what they were referencing, uh, oh, yeah, which was great about uh, uh, very chocolate. Very me, very yeah, me. They're, they're trying to make a joke that's saying like you know once you have kids you got poo on your hands so often that it's you never lick chocolate off your fingers again because it's like it's damaged for you yeah. and you just your brain broke. I actually saw you one eye went to the left and the other eye went south. Uh, yeah, but anyway, was... so yeah, so I was uh, and here's the thing: what I want to say is I actually liked that a lot better than weed uh, smoking because I yeah. hate smoking. Um, it just, I feel gross the next day The the, I cough a lot. My throat yeah. feels hoarse. This was like all the joy of what the, uh, a, a weed high gives you without any of the, the annoying bullshit. And plus it was just such a nice, elegant high uh, where I was, I had some noodles. I, I stared at the noodles for about 10 minutes before I realized <laughs> it was in front of me. Then I started filming myself to see, just to see what I next day. And like, it's amazing. I thought I was like, you know, glowing or whatever. And I look at the video the next day, it's just a dude who's like half asleep, just staring at the phone. Uh, yeah. But, uh, uh, and so then I went home, uh, watched Mighty Bush, which was a bad idea because that was Jesus really trippy. Uh, so my dreams are a bit fucked up. But other than that, I woke up feeling super relaxed, super refreshed. So, uh, again, so as someone who doesn't like indulging too much in anything that is a little bit, um, you know, out of the natural kind of, oh, and, but you're out of control. Well, you're out of control. Like it's a hard. That's way a better to... way to describe it. Thank you. Yeah, that, out of that... control feeling, which I like. Don't get me wrong, I like it, but I don't want to lean into it too often. But after a month of festival that we had, I was like, this is the perfect re- rem- solution for me. And dare I say, the next time I'll do it, I probably might do it next comedy festival or whatever. But I think I will love to make this an annual tradition of mine. Triple, triple I, droplets and then just go watch and so the next day on monday um you know given the fact that i have no children i had a whole day to myself and i watched the lord <laughs> of the rings trilogy as well as the uh king kong versus godzilla film and had a good little reset and 
things just started back up again. Oh my god! I we we started talking about this before the show recorded, but shit's been hectic still, right? So That's tell amazing. me what's been happening with you. Um, well, and so I uh, it was uh, people free day, uh, so the kids went back to school. I, I thought I thought I was going to have the Monday off, but then the school was having a pupil free day. So, but it was that kind of thing where it's like, what's uh, a pupil free day? So a pupil free day for people who don't know with the kids at school is the teachers get ready to plan for the term. So they have a day where they go. Everyone goes to school, but they don't have any students. So then they plan about what they're going to do. It's just hard when you've got parents who've gone through two weeks of school holidays and they're like, okay, cool. And then you go, oh, hang on, it's school holidays plus one day. And so so even then the holiday program is jammed with half the school because parents are like, oh, fuck, i got to work. i got to go to work. Do the kids love it? Yeah, kids do. Kids do love holiday programs. It depends what it is. Like the one we go to, it's it's pretty good, and they've got great mm-hmm. activities. But because uh, because the thing about and this is what we wanted to touch on before the episode was uh, resetting your sleep. Because uh, mm-hmm. for me, it was like it was a very hard festival only because I had a late show uh, at nine thirty, done by you know you know usually ten thirty, maybe sometimes if you're having fun quarter to eleven, and then you get out of there, you might do a late spot. But on average, I was in bed at between you know between twelve and one every night. But then, bang, waking up at, you know, 6, 6.30 with the kids every morning. So I was just, my sleep pattern was completely fucked. Like, I was trying to get naps through the day. It, it, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of when uh, you have a newborn. So when you have a newborn, the, the tip that everyone gives you is just sleep when you can. Just sleep when you can. Don't try and do anything. Just if, if the baby's sleeping, you sleep. And so it kind of it kind of felt like that. So it was like, you know, like even then if I had the kids and I was like, oh, I've got to do a show at 9.30, I can't imagine that I'd be like, okay, you guys get to watch TV from 3.30 to 5. And then I would sleep. I'd chuck them in front of the TV and then sleep. And then that sort of second wind would kick in sometimes at like, 11.30 and I'm like, well, I'm here. I might as well do a late spot somewhere and then I'll be back in one. And that whole sleep pattern grew over like, you know, over two and a bit weeks that once I finished, I was like, how the fuck do I reset this? And I was like, I was like, okay, I really need to, I need a plan in place and stick to it rather than spending the next, you know, you know, two weeks trying to, you know, you know, like kind of like jet lag, really. Mm. Um, but except the only thing is, you know, at least in jet lag, when you get to the other side, um, uh, cause I didn't want to tell, I didn't want to take any drugs. I didn't want to take any melatonin. I wanted to see if I could naturally do it. Like I could have gone pretty heavy on the Valium, uh, to reset it, but I was like, nah, I wanted to see if I, uh, could reset it. And I did, I did. And, and, uh, and it was just trying to do all those little things. So by the Monday, so by the Thursday, I was okay. Like I kind of, and, and the big one for me was going to bed at time. You know, and I don't do I don't do uh, social like I don't do on the phones. I get rid of the blue light. I've already you know, like I've mentioned before on the pod, I I have uh, my charger in the kitchen, so I don't have it next to my bed or anything. So I have that away. So you know, once I go to bed, I have half an hour of just you know, reading a book or chatting to Maya. Uh, read a book uh, as in a physical book or like Kindle? Or yeah, something? no, physical book. Yeah, yeah, that's my problem. Is most of my reading is on the Kindle or whatever, and or but that's okay. That's okay though, isn't it? Nah, it's still a light in it. So I've got some books that I'm trying to like get into at nighttime, which by the way, when I say um, get into, it's like, I haven't done it in a while, but what I, my plan is, but yeah, keep going. I want to. One of my favorite things, which Maya doesn't do as much as she used to, but I do love it. If she reads to me, that, that is just 
the joys. I can go to bed and it's an audio book. Like, like, like mummy used to? Uh, well, no, it's kind of funny. We kind of did this in our 20s. We kind of well, did this in our 20s and then it kind of stopped in 30s with kids. It completely stopped. And then now we're just like, because she's got such an amazing, amazing reading voice. Like it is just beautiful. And so sometimes well, it's like. Well, Hugh Jackman and his wife uh, do that to the, each other every morning. So Jackman was on Tim Ferriss's podcast and talked about how he wakes up, uh, maybe has a cup of coffee, and cold shower coffee. Yeah. Uh, sorry, meditate maybe. And then uh, uh, him and his wife read to each other for like half an hour. They do it in the morning, don't they? In the morning, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah, kids yeah. get up and stuff like that. So they have that their real kind of connection with each other. It's almost like because they're reading the same book as well, um, you know, they have like a shared uh because well, uh, well, we probably just do the reverse of that because we know like it's you know comedy fest we just like no oh, we miss each other we haven't seen each other at night for like two weeks and then so but then the thing about which out of all the you know limiting caffeine um you know you know going to bed on time you know having earlier meals like doing all the things to reset mm. what you do for your clock and again like it made me you know again admire people who do night shift who would need to be able to do this to be able to even function on a weekend for instance but the one that i feel like helped the most was when you wake up even though you're dead tired and you're like i could sleep another 3 hours going outside and seeing natural light so so Myra and I, we're just, seriously, that was our thing. We just wake up. Um, Minka's fighting with Tayo because she wants to open the cupboard doors to get her clothes first. Uh, Tayo only wants to wear one particular jumper, which we are washing at least at least every day, and he refuses to wear any clothes. But before Could you buy a second made, version of the same jumper? No, nah, we, all buy, we, we are, all buy our stuff uh, secondhand, so we, we're op shop junkies. So are they never... Yeezys at the second-hand store? <laughs> you, mate, you laugh, though. It's amazing, those people who go in and then, you know, you, like, as Maya said, especially for women, there's, like, op- Claire Hooper's a phenomenal one with that. It's just, like, getting good brands at op shops. And we are a huge... Like, if we can get it at an op shop, we always say we have a list on our phones that it's, like, op shop first. If we can't get it in the op shop, then do the research, then buy it new. That's like we, that's how we've lived pretty much our. And when we go, do the op shop, especially with the kids, is we always take a box of stuff with us as well, just to just to clear the house. Like oh, that's even a really the, good. I really like that. So we always have like uh, yeah, and very sort of waste what, minimizing waste. That's really and cool. also teaching the kids at a really really young age to go. How cool would it be knowing that another kid is playing with that toy that you love playing at that age? They love that. They're just like, like, oh, that's amazing. amazing. Um, Yeah, so you just put it all in. You're just like, oh, and they're like, oh. And then, you know, and then it's that whole thing. It's like, oh, do you have pocket money? Sometimes they see something they really like or, you know, like, you know, we have that thing where it's like if you really like it in a week's time, then we can go back and get it, which is a great, great one, which I do for myself. Yeah. But with kids, if you can instill it in them, you know, it's rather than just buying it straight away, they're just like. When you say with kids, you mean like having kids, whether you say, I want to have another kid. You're like, wait another week. <laughs> you just- yeah, but sometimes you don't even have that because it's too late. <laughs> but the big one to, to resetting the sleep, uh, uh, to see natural light. So Mara and I would do that together. So it's just it's hilarious. Two zombie parents just standing between the veggie garden and the sauna, just looking at the sky going, okay, this is kind of working. This is kind of working. You laugh, but it's actually backed up by neural neural. 
it is. Uh, Andrew Huberman. He says, um, you know, getting sunlight um, as soon as you can in the morning. Uh, it's amazing. Minutes, minimum, like just, oh, not minimum, like not more. You don't even need more than 10 minutes or five minutes, whatever it is. Very little amount, but that sets your circadian rhythms because we're still operating from, you know, caveman uh, software. And the caveman software says sunlight means we wake up. Day, uh, nighttime means we go to bed. And so even catching that uh, evening sun is very important as a some sort of trigger to remind yourself that, oh, okay, bedtime's coming soon or whatever. So yeah, Huberman uh, bangs on about the importance of that early morning catching some sun, uh, sunlight to the extent that he says, uh, don't rely on windows. Like if you're getting the sunlight through the window, it's still not quite the same as actually direct fucking sunlight hitting you. Yeah, absolutely. Like they really say to to just go and look up at the sky. Yeah, shout out to Huberman podcast. Uh, it's a really cool one. I, I think I've talked about him quite a bit. Circadian. Yeah. I love the the term circadian rhythm. It just sounds like a good band name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. 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 Or that uh, singer, Latin American singer John Secada from the early nineties. Big fan. Uh, big, big fan. Big hey, fan. so let's uh, tie up uh, the challenge of the comedy pitstival challenge yes now i um I, I i was taking all the photos but i didn't have time to post them but i did a big dump of all the posts uh today before recording so i'm up to date uh, and i have uh noticed two things one is that i missed a exercise day so i am due for a penalty oh yes uh, and now you uh, you haven't posted shit in a while, so uh, no, both no, of us. But, but, I, but, but I do have them all. I, right, I can right, I can right. dump that's them. I, that's what I figured. That's what I figured. We both got. Uh, it was just a bit too hard to commit to social media uh, while we were trying to get our sleep as well, because I definitely struggled. Oh. But I did make a conscious effort to make sure I did stick with the idea that the whole principle behind it was if you're going to eat something, you're going to take a photo of it and know there's like a second level of accountability coming up. Yeah. Right? And in that sense, I, uh, yeah, so I missed a workout, um, which was, I can't remember when, but whatever, I posted it there. Uh, what about you? Did you work out every day and take a photo of every meal? Uh, I didn't take a photo of every meal. We had to slow down on it because it kind of had an adverse effect on our family. Oh, how? Purely because, um, I, look, we take, I took a lot of food and I, I, I took a lot of photos of food, but it wasn't until my daughter goes, Daddy, 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 we've got to take a photo for Insta. And I was like, oh, that that kind of is okay, but it also didn't sit great with me. So I was like, are we just doing it like occasionally? Because they really enjoyed it. Like some people say the post where I, like, you know, it was like we, you know, you know, you know, film Taco Tuesdays, or the only exciting thing that came out of it as well. Not the only exciting thing, but yeah, no, Jesus. The uh, the one thing we really did is we've been naming all our uh, so, you know, Taco Tuesdays, but yeah. we've been naming all the other days. And so, and then Mingy came up with one that she heard from school, which is kind of funny, which we're going to do uh, hopefully tonight, if I get the yeah. ingredients, is uh, Friday Pie Day. <laughs> Friday Pie Day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> which I is like, it. like what? what Why don't which, you I just think... call it Pie Day? It's Pie Day, Pie Day. Gotta get down on Pie Day. But I feel like it would originally come from the States, pie, like a pizza pie. Pizza pie, okay, right, 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 right. Pie day. So I think I think it's only right. so. But the funny thing about it is, it did it did make me uh, realize because when you look back at all the photos, yes, it was school holiday, so it was a different thing, mm. but it was a big reminder of uh, how much time I spend with the family, which was really lovely. Like it was amazing, 
and also it allowed us to go, oh, what are we going to do today? What are we going to do differently? Mm. And uh, and so much so that after sort of documenting, because what it did is it only documented what we were eating throughout mm. Comedy Festival. It was also documenting on uh, on what I what we do in the school holidays. Yeah, which, which yeah. is a lot more than I, what I thought we did. If that right. makes sense. I just uh, I just looked at the feed just then. I'm going to hold it up here. So you've got some photos of me, uh, you know, uh, either eating or running or whatever. And I realized yeah. that my active wear has been the same uh, <laughs> in five days in a row, which which firstly seems like I bluffed and just took photos on the same day <laughs> and spread it out, but. But what I think it was is just that I kept, um, you know, I have similar outfits with the same thing. Like, even, oh. in fact, I'm wearing the same thing right now. The, the- I'm going to say, well, I've only got the one pair. I'm, I'm back to wearing skins again because it's cold and I'm on the oh, bike. Okay. And, and You're the using the, uh, the Lululemon that I gave you, speaking of. Uh, yes, uh, yes. No, I still I still use that, the Lululemon. And then uh, and I've got my skins, especially because I'm, I'm on the bike all the time. Um, and also, I just forgot skins are so comfortable. Okay. Like, especially like when you've got kids. Like, if you wear jeans and stuff, when you've got skins and activewear, it's easy to squat down, wipe their nose, you right. know, run in the park, you know, like all that kind of stuff. Okay. You don't have to think twice where you're like, oh, the belt's digging me uh, into uh, my hips. Um, and also, I had my uh, stretching session this week, and she said, oh, my God, skins. It made, it made the session so much easier, even easier than doing shorts. Mm. So, okay. Um, so... Um, to sum up, did you have any days that you missed? Yes, I reckon I missed two days. Okay, so we've got to figure out a penalty. Uh, so I'll just say mine is two as well, and we, we need to do something as a some calm, form of legitimate punishment. It shouldn't be something that we actually enjoy. It has to be something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. just feel like the point of accountability is that it needs to be legit. Like, you know... Like I said, it would be easy for me to lie and say, oh, no, no, no. I oh, you, your punishment is a one and a half hour massage. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally, totally. Yeah. Um, You've been a well, bad boy. Anyway, enjoy 20 minutes of beautiful acupuncture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to eat this entire pizza by yourself. Yeah, or be like, oh, Dill and Ben, you have been bad, bad boys. Off to Rockpool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. So we both equal amounts of punishment. We've got to figure it out. But let me sit on that and come back with some ideas. All right. But now moving on. I feel like it has to be health related, but it has to be unpleasant. And I feel like my stretching component is not far off it. At first it was good. And now it's, uh, I, I look forward to it. But it is an hour of just unpleasantness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it to be uh, productive. Like, I don't want it, to, I want it to be unpleasant, but like, as in something that we wouldn't do normally, but isn't necessarily going to be harmful to us or, or sets us back or whatever. It's like, you got to pay $1,000 to the KKK. It's like, what? Yeah. what? But, and also, the other one I really want to do is because you've done it, I haven't done the cryotherapy. That is still on my, uh, on my yeah. list of things to do. But that's cryotherapy not... apparently is, works well, but it, there's the, the immediate impact is, as in sort of, you don't feel better straight away or anything like that, as far as no. my memory is. But in terms of like overall long term uh, benefit, apparently there's some research that backs it up. Look, <laughs> Jordy, sorry, Jordy, something funny. Uh, my daughter was talking Always. to a friend of hers and she was like, she's just learned about bucket lists. So things. Oh, yeah. You want to do before you die? Yeah, things you want to do, like all the things you want to do in your life. And uh, mm. and, and she was talking about that, and she's like, her dad wants to go skydiving. And she goes, what does your dad want to do? And he's like, he wants to sit in icy cold water in Canada. <laughs> That's you, as in you yeah, want to. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's like it's true. It's very high on on, yeah. on the bucket list. Um, <laughs> maybe it could be something like that. We got to get up early and go for a dip in the ocean. Oh, but then, but we bought. Yes. But we let's... like that again. We both like that. So let's still call that. But okay, let's still do that. Let's still do that. But uh, it's really hard. But I don't. I, I don't think that should be it. It should be something like. You got to do a fucking, I don't know, hot yoga session or some shit. Like, that would be brutal. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. All right. Well, I'll get back to it. But here's what I want to uh, tie in is that people who looked at the post will see the amount of, uh, let's just say, calorie high food. I'm using, trying to choose words that are less damaging to my inner psyche, like saying <laughs> junk food or trash food or bad food. I want to stop using words like that. But the legitimate thing is, the food that I was having was high in calorie yeah. and because the high in calorie didn't uh, uh, get compensated by high uh, movement of causing a calorie yeah. deficit. I have had to move up a belt loop. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I, uh, it's, it's been a while since I've had to go back the other way. Uh, so but I am pushing and oh, so hard, but it's really, I'm really trying not to jump on the scales. So I haven't yeah. been on the scale since I think my birthday, Jan 30th, right? Uh, I can feel myself being puffier. I can see my man boobs being a little bit fuller than it was, say, at the start yeah. of the year. So I'm trying to learn to use those stats, like, oh, the, the, the belt loop is tight, or um, or I'm not running well enough, or whatever. I'm trying to avoid jumping on the scales. Because remember when we had Olivia Rogers? Um, yeah. She talked about that, and part of her rehab of eating disorders was to try and uh, get remove the scales out of the house. So I still have the scale back there, but I haven't jumped on him because I can. Yeah. It's almost like you know what? I don't need to see the stat on the scale to tell me that I've put on weight. I can feel it, and that's what yeah. I want to get better at is feeling it, so that now I can get back on track. And so yes, I I've noticed that my uh, running is a bit sluggish, and and generally my movement is sluggish. But I'm excited about trying to restart the thing again because that's that's the one thing I do well is is that yes it sucks that I lost a yes. you know lost a bit of track but let's well, get back on track <laughs> let's get back on track you know so before it becomes too big an issue again you know what I mean so here's the big update uh, my wonderful hernia that my doctor said uh, ignore it but respect it about three years ago yeah. has finally started to hurt. Uh. Um, so now when I run the first, uh, I would say 15 to 20 minutes, there's a bit of pain right at the hernia. Uh, after a little while, it stops hurting. So I guess yes. it's a stretching thing maybe. So maybe pre-workout. I'm guessing I'm going from a sitting position to then outright and then pulling that, that whatever that area is starting to hurt a little bit. Well, more. We, have a, we have the same hernia on the same side. We've got matching Fitbit hernias. The twinsies. The twinsies. So I don't know if it's the same for you, but what happens is where mine's located is it hurts a little bit, but it's so close to the tendon in my groin that it actually kind of inflames my tendon and the tendon hurts rather than the hernia itself. I'm just wondering if that's in your case as well, because it's kind of common if you have them in the groin area. I'll be a bit that- more mindful of where the pain actually is, but I just, I'm, I'm not good with um, pain. pain in general because of, I don't know, years of being sedentary. I didn't really notice but um, but yeah, now so it's almost like I'm like, ah, what is that? I don't like it. I don't like it. Body, come on, please, 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 come back. Totally. 
And we and uh, and and in front of the show, Lemo, I caught up with Lemo, and our sons were playing a bit of kick to kick recently. And we, but we were talking as well. It's like once you reach through a certain age and you're past injuries, you start having to accept them and 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 live with them. And we were just talking as well. We both got pretty crook ankles, mm. and it's like now in the morning, it's like you know I twisted my ankle. It's taken me two months to recover from it. And now it's back where it is, but I'm very very conscious of it again because I haven't done it a while. But we just talk about like in the morning when I wake up now, like. The old injuries, they just hurt. And it just takes a while to warm up and then not feel the pain. And in the morning, it's like my ankle, just when I wake up now, it's been really hard to accept. It just hurts. It just hurts. It's really stiff. You know, I don't have any ligaments left in it, but I'm just like, okay. So it's like that thing I was like warming up, doing my stretching in the morning, and then eventually it warms up. But like back in the day when, you know, when you're in your early 20s, you could just jump out of the bed and, you know, not an issue in the world. And you're like, oh, here we go. I'm absolutely fine. Uh, but it's, you know, it's that same thing. I was like, oh, I feel this. It annoys me. But in this instance, I have to accept it, knowing that I can do all the things around it to make it feel better. And with that yeah. hernia, the problem, and this is when I got mine checked. I said, oh, should I get surgery? And he said, well, no, not yet until it, you know, A, becomes painful, like in your instance. But he also talks about with a lot of old men, uh, he goes, you can get one of those jock straps that holds the hernia together. I was like, what? What's and he, Yes, you can get so for old, old, old men, the hernia can get so big it can be like the size of a grapefruit. So you can go mm. in and out. So you can wear these particular jocks that just holds the hernia in. <laughs> wow, I'm going to type in hernia jock strap. It's full on. Hernia causes jock itch is what came up. <laughs> uh, hernia jock strap. Oh yeah, it's called. Oh, jock strap is one word. Okay. So um, you just you, so it holds it in. You can get types oh, of no. underpants. I know inguinal, my... Oh, hernia inguinal belt, especially for men yep. with double-sided support brace from eBay. Uh, <laughs> inguinal can... hernia belt, unisex, can... adjustable, pre- or post-surgery, Tynor. Oh, Tynor is the name of the brand. Okay, okay. It's only but... like 35 40 bucks. I might try and see if I can get one of these. Okay. And then we can fit, bet, brand it <laughs> and sell it. <laughs> Can you imagine um, just fans? Hey, good good opportunity to shout out to all the Fitbedians who came out. There were many of you that came to both our shows who did the double. And uh, and again, we incredible. can't thank you enough. They were great. And especially loved it, the ones who came up. And uh, and uh, and also, you know how we did that shout out recently? We're like, hey, you know, some of us, you're too scared to come meet us. Um, I was scoping out a venue uh, for my big anniversary party. And there was a Fitbit fan there. And she just came and said, hi, big. Big, big fan of the show. Uh, loved it. And I saw you there and then I was listening to the last podcast and you said, well, hey, if you see us, come say hi. And they did. So shout out to you. It was amazing. That's she really was, cool. She was there. There was something that I hadn't seen before. She was there with her gym group and they had just finished in like, I think something like an eight week course. So like sort of like they all had their goals. And so they all went out and played bowls afterwards, which I kind of love, like, like, I don't know if you've ever done that. Like, you know, I've done some challenges at a gym, but I've never gone out and drinking with them afterwards. Yeah, yeah, no, they've done it. Yeah, yeah, I used to. Uh, my my old gym used to have like a Christmas party and stuff like that. And, yeah, I just, yeah, I it's just... good. Like, I've, I've I've noticed over the last three years of doing the Potter stuff, that my philosophy has been about it doesn't matter what you do as long as you uh, enjoy doing it, and the exercise component needs to be a bonus 
you know like it's yeah. like the activity should be fun in, in, intrinsically because that's the only way that you'll stick to it so if the community aspect of going to the gym and then catching up with them for you know coffee afterwards like my friends and they, they do cycling and they go you know for long bike rides and then really the idea is to have a nice cup of coffee afterwards and talk shit you know what i mean but yeah, the cycling yeah, yeah. is kind of the, the thing that brings them together so yeah um in terms of feedback listeners, I got to say this. It was really funny. I think her name was Kelly. Uh, it was really lovely. Came to the show and <laughs> I had to sign a book for her. I don't have a book bit. <laughs> but, oh, was, uh, atomic, was it Atomic Habits? Correct. Yes, it was Atomic Habits. So good. It was very cool because uh, even though it's not my book, she said that it um, because I recommended it so much, she got a copy of it and it has been a game changer for her. So in that sense, it was uh, really That's cool. That's cute. But, I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. So um, yeah, uh, next time I'm at Melbourne Comedy Festival, bring bring all the books I've recommended. I'll sign <laughs> bring up. it. Bring it. Bring I love it. Four hour body. Yeah, Atomic like, Habits. Yeah, like Tribe of Mentors, like all of them. Just start. My sign. mindset by Carol Dweck. <laughs> I'll sign them all. Sure. Yeah, just sign them all. Um, That'd be great. But we need to start wrapping up. I think um, this is. Uh, We'll figure out what the punishment will be for the two of us. We need a uh, suggestion. We'll post something up. Give us a suggestion. I did. I, like I did see some Instagram suggestions. Some of them. One of them was like, "You guys each have to do. If someone misses it, the other person has to do the other person's material." And I was like, "Well, that's a that's an up. That's a bloody upgrade for Ben. So it's not a punishment." I know. <laughs> and also, if I do if I do Dill's material, I'll look a little bit racist. Yeah. yeah especially about having hey, like, the thing about know, bloody being Sri Lankan in the left. Fucking. Oh no! This is specifically the pit where I talk about how I don't like Indians, <laughs> which is racist. Even if, even if I'm saying it. Um, uh, oh, um, oh, so good. Anyway, look, uh, tricky territory ahead, Ben. I am uh, finding uh, as ongoing um, the adjustment into um, into real life being really... It is hard. It is hard. Um, I had a question for you because I want to get better at uh, at uh, doing my chains again. My chains app is starting to shit me. What are you doing to track your... Uh, um, what's it called? The... Uh, the 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 street, the street. Okay, so what I've been doing is I have uh, my must do today list. Uh, on there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. So there's fourteen things I have to do on that checklist. I have to do at least eighty percent of them every day. What's eighty percent so, of fourteen? Uh, well, I've just been going ten. It has to be a minimum of ten. I don't know if that's is that eighty percent. That's of... about right. I think if it's ten, it would have been yeah. I think it yeah. would be right. Okay. So that's, uh, what, that, that's what I've been doing. So, and then, of course, there's mass, but it's like one of them is definitely ex- exercise. One of them is definitely meditation. So you uh, haven't broken the exercise streak? No. How so, many days have you gone now? Uh, now it would be, well, ex- excluding, when I say exercise, I'm just saying gym. And so there's two days where I've missed throughout comedy festival, but then I've done movement. So that's where I mm-hmm. kind of think I was like, well, I'm going to go for a big walk with the kids or right. I've slowly been jogging while Taya's been doing laps around the oval. I've just, mm. I've made it a point now where it's like, if like, there's no excuse for not doing the gym, but on the off time where I, I either I don't find a way, but I have to, once the kids are down or I'm gigging, or I did, I did a couple of workouts after a gig, which is a new thing for me where I'm just like, it is 1030, but I have not done this. So I'm heading mm. to the gym. And that's and, the power of the streak. You just go like, yeah. I don't want to ruin it. I remember there was a day when, um, back when I was doing, I don't remember what it was, maybe Utopia in 2019, where um, I was so tired and I had I didn't want to break the streak. So I ended up going for a run at like 1130 at night. 
<laughs> yeah. But like, but it was just like a 20 minute run. Just do it, like commit to it. I want to refine my, um, my movement challenge to maybe make it, it has to be a minimum of 20 or 15 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Or something. And, and I've got a goal. At the there was cause... a day during the festival that my version of like exercise was, I ran between <laughs> from the gig to the place I was going to have dinner. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, look, it's a, it's a, it is a, it is a five minute run that I wouldn't have done otherwise. So I'll, yeah. count, I'll count it. But I just went, okay, I can I can improve on this method. I was like, I've done the same thing. I was like, well, I don't know if exercise counts. Is that if I'm taking pot shots from 20 metres out, kicking into the goals, and Teo runs out, comes back and gives me the ball. I'm like, whoa, that's a fine stretch of movement there. I guess, I see what you mean, yeah. But I guess for me, the idea was about reminding myself that it's a thing that needs to be on the list. No matter what capacity, Absolutely. it's about adopting an identity that doesn't miss prioritizing a movement you know what i mean yeah and that's from james clear the fact is you're just chucking a vote in to say i'm the type of person who does something physical every day you know so yes five push-ups might not be the thing that makes you shredded but you've said oh fuck i forgot to do a workout i'm just going to do five push-ups it's just reminding your brain like hey hey we do something every day you know? and, and and also and, and not only for yourself but that, that exactly like i totally agree what we've been doing is we've just been throwing it into the family so the kids know that i have to do a form of exercise which tayo loves because tayo's like well daddy have you done your exercise today and i was like ah, oh. yeah he's like well i don't think you have so it's time to wrestle so then we'll go to the front room and then we'll have like a wrestling session for like 20 minutes and then you know he's like and then he's done his exercise and then with minka which sometimes is a little bit more challenging it's like um but in saying that we've got swimming back which is a huge one it is yeah shout out to all the parents like swimming is back swimming like and a lot of it resetting it is super hard but i can't stress having swimming lessons back for kids is just oh my because that's one of the last things that's come back but having knowing that you can take your kid on like a monday afternoon and you know for all the parents out there when your kid swims they go to bed super early which is the right. greatest thing in the world but that's the whole thing. It's like kind of getting excited about also matching the sport that we watch on TV and then doing it. So like, you know, if, if we're going to watch footy one day, then we're going to kick the footy. Or the other one is kids are getting into soccer. So, I've, you know, Taylor's joined this, uh, you know, kick version, but for soccer. And I'm doing it with another dad. So while they're doing it, the dad and I will have a bit of a kick of the soccer ball as well. So just yeah. trying to sort of capitalize on, on uh, making uh, exercise uh, rather than just gym, but also just making it really fun and looking forward to it. Because I think there was a period where I was like, oh, I've got to do it. I've got to get my strength. And I was like, nah, I kind of want to make it a bit more positive. I was like, yeah, I will go to the gym, but I'm also going to, uh, you know, ride the bike with Teo and see if he can clock 5Ks on the tick. You know what I mean? Like something right, like that. Right, just right. like kind of kind of make it a bit more fun and, and a bit more exciting, but also just really incorporate it with the family. Because I get so excited when I see like a dad with like a 10-year-old and he's in Lycra and the sun's in Lycra. And I remember speaking to one guy and I was like, yeah, we just did 30Ks. And I'm like, that is so awesome. Yeah, that man. is so fucking awesome. Or, you know, like the idea of like, because, uh, oh, did you ever play sport with your parents? Like, did you ever play? Like, oh, <laughs> you could have taken the with your parents out of that question. <laughs> but no, but as a kid. No. Like, you're making me want to cry. No, because no, my dad, my dad was. Were, all, but my your mum never did it. Your mum never did it. Because I know you were mostly with your mum most of the my time. My mum is a four foot ten arthritic, severe arthritic. Because uh, <laughs> um, I, I was trying to think that with my dad. is There was a period I totally forgot about until he brought it up where every Sunday we'd play badminton. 
Like we just like we had like a like a doubles competition and we played badminton. And I think it only lasted like a year and a half. But you know, you just forget those things in your past, and you're just like, oh, there was a period where I was hitting a shuttlecock once a weekend. And I still, yeah. I still genuinely find it kind of. But then I think about how the, fun the, the period the last year when I was hitting the cock three times a day. <laughs> hey, bang, bang. Um. The thing that you just said really bummed me out because I remembered a story from last year where I was in the park towards the end of lockdown or maybe when they started easing restrictions. And I saw this um, subcontinental family, mom and dad, and maybe two kids, you know, not dissimilar age gap between my brother and me, maybe 10, yeah. maybe like 11 and six, let's just say. And they yeah. were all throwing the ball around like a, you know, like a beach, not a beach ball, but like a sort of soccer but a soft soccer ball or whatever yeah. and kicking it and stuff like that and i genuinely <laughs> genuinely started tearing up and crying because yeah. i don't remember having a memory of that with my family <laughs> <laughs> i hear you cry of the memory that you don't have of that well just going ah i missed out on some stuff like that and yeah, also yeah, i yeah. think it was it was peak like loneliness as well after lockdown so obviously that was part of it but uh, but yeah, definitely. You just asking me that question just really brought up all those feelings. I love yes. that I'm now in a position where at least uh, I don't know how to fix certain things, but at least I can notice what I'm feeling better. I'm like, oh, totally. What's I'm, I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling really sad and lonely. I'm like, oh, it's because Ben just reminded me that <laughs> I never never got to kick a ball around with my mum. But it's funny because you because I spoke to my grandmother last night. And, and, you know, she's 90 and we, you know, like, you know, like anything, like be a family overseas, it's really hard. You don't know when you're going to see them. I spoke to your grandmother this morning as I was <laughs> But it was just like the reminder of like, she goes, she, she goes, she knows that she'll never come back to Australia. And she goes, but however, she goes, she thinks of all the fondness memories of doing the things she did with her grandkids. And, and, you know, and like in some cases, I kind of like, I love it because I'll have moments where I was like, I'm doing stuff with my kids, but I actually remember my grandparents doing that with me. And it's kind of that thing where you go, oh, history repeats itself. Uh, but it's sometimes it's not until you, either the moment afterwards or you're experiencing the moment where you have deja vu. And you're like, why am I having deja vu? You're like, oh, that's right. Because I, and quite often it was with my grandparents. Because when they come over, it's that thing where you only see your grandparents for like, like I'd only see them like a couple of weeks at a time in school holiday and they go back overseas. But then you jam shit loads in in those couple of weeks, you know, right, zoo right, or right. circus or Luna Park. Like I forgot. Luna. When was the last time you went to Luna Park? I've never been. Oh, there's our punishment. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. We're, go- we're going on the – what's the one where you spin around really quickly you throw up? Let's go on that one. Fucking – that's punishment and a half. That is the worst fucking ride in the world. Oh, the, the, I- pa- the, 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 the claw or whatever? Or is it the one that no. you, then you can lie sideways? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're up against the wall and it just yeah. spins around and then you see someone spew and it just goes straight back on their face. Fucking hell. Ah. No, 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 no. I don't want to do this. Oh, uh, but It's a punishment. It is a punishment, but I just don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to eat someone else's spew. That's more calories. No, um, because it won't, it won't, it won't transfer to you because you can't. Like they even say before you go on the ride, if you are going to spew, go, put sideways so then it doesn't land on your face. I don't. Can't, I honestly can't. Think. This is like ayahuasca. You know you're going to spew yeah. and shit yourself, but go for it for the journey, for the trip that you're about to have. I know. Because uh, even then, after ayahuasca, would you ever take it? 
Uh, potentially, if it has yeah, to be I'm really absolutely good. like I don't even take weed. I don't think I could do weed anymore. So you said no to ayahuasca. You said yeah, no to ayahuasca, no okay. to anything. I think I'm done. Like I feel like it's sort of jumping on the back end of no more booze. I reckon. Well, you you had your share of um, experimenting in. The oh, 20s. I never did it. Not that, but like other stuff. <laughs> whereas yeah, no, I totally, totally. Whereas totally. I, I never did, so I'm still kind of open to the idea of sampling certain things in like 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 the thing with the the oil that i try had um that was a really good way for me to you know get a little bit of uh, uh you know what i wanted which was relaxing and kind of like a bit of a high without any of the fucking uh, coffee oh, and shit yeah, that totally. i'm not equipped with. but and the uh, more you do it the more control you can have on it so you know that what three drops did to it like sometimes it could be like two drops wait a little bit and then have another one like that's oh, the best okay. thing about drops is that you can actually unlike an edible you don't really know like you think you know how much is in there i mean now I it's want- more scientific than it ever has before but it, not, not in australia it's not like you can go to a shop and go can i grab yeah you know, how much is in that tiny little carob chocolate yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, but with yeah. a drop you actually genuinely can control it i wonder if you too if i dropped it on my butthole would it just have like a really amazing effect well, you would eventually feel it. It goes through your system. Mm. All right. Like, well, well, that can be the punishment. That can be. No, that's my so punishment. Fred, I was like, you oh. take the drops. <laughs> yeah, you have I'm to make like, sure you get right in the, the brown eye. The, it's like the, eye drops. Brown eye drops. <laughs> ah, all right. That's a, that's a nice place to finish. Uh, I got to say, folks, uh, if you're listening in Sydney, I'm there tomorrow, uh, April 24th, uh, at the Sydney Comedy Store. Show at 5.40 p.m. for the early birds. And then one at 8.20 p.m. for uh, the more party vibes. Yeah. Uh, both will be really fun. Come check us out. Otherwise, um, also I have my podcast, Mad Stacks, with uh, Ed Cavalli. Uh, recent episode is about me purchasing Bitcoin and Ethereum. So yeah. get on board uh, and see how that turned out. Uh, but um, otherwise, do you have a ComSec uh, do account? Check- do you have a ComSec account? No, I, haven't, uh, I have a self-wealth, Ben, because uh, self-wealth has lower fees than ComSec because the big okay. banks can go fuck themselves. They have yeah. been having it too good for too long, and there's oh, enough yeah. of competition now where something like self-wealth is far uh, as reliable and uh, cheaper. So fuck cheaper. the All big right. four. I, I, I just opened my first uh, ComSec uh, account because uh, I've been with Commonwealth and bought myself a first bunch of shares, which was a new experience Why for me. Why didn't you come to me? Don't go to ComSec. Know. They're fucking expensive. It's like, like 20 the, bucks of transaction. The user face is quite uh, easy and I enjoy well, the well, How often are you going to use the ComSec account? Maybe once a year. Exactly. So who gives a shit about user face if you're going to use it only once? That's true. You raise it quite an aggressive tone, but I. I'm I well, you supportive. know why? You know why I'm being aggressive? Because I love you, and <laughs> and I don't want you to see getting taken advantage of by the big fucking fat cats. The big, the big four. And because they've convinced you from a young age that dolomites and all that stuff. Oh, I better be brand loyal. I trust Comsec. No, they don't. They took advantage of you when you were young and vulnerable, making say like, oh, dolomites. This is really cute. They fucking hooked you in like drugs outside <laughs> outside the schoolyard, right? And they they've, did. they've been they've they been did. put it this way. They've been selling us a lie and now enough of people have awoken to the truth of their bullshit. And also they're very, you know, and look, I don't get me on my fucking soapbox, but my point <laughs> is I could have saved you a lot more money than going to concept. Fuck the concept. Yeah. And also, you know why the reason I sound aggressive? Because I made the mistake, Ben. I made that <laughs> mistake. I was with Nab Trade. And I wanted to wish I could. I wish someone like me was there to tell me and help me. It's like, yes, yes. You know, I am a former accountant and I am a person who is interested in money and finance. Why don't you pick up the phone? 
Hold on, Joe Singer. Say, hey, man, I'm thinking about getting a Comsec account. And I would have been like, hey, brother. Hey, stop right talk- there. Stop right there. No, you can get um, a look, Comsec and stuff. It's fine if you want to do it. But, but it's amazing. That- I mean, that that's another chat for another episode. But it's, it's amazing when you go down the world. Very new to, uh, to shares. But uh, What but did I you have- buy, can I ask? Uh, no, I'll save that off uh, okay. off the of the record, right. but I will tell you after this. Okay, um, cool. All right, so. uh, I'm going to finish this uh, episode uh, on a big high and <laughs> pun intended. Uh, but I just want to say thank you again to all our listeners uh, and uh, and um, Patreon stuff. We are behind, but we will catch up. We will, we will definitely catch you up. And, again, if you want to subscribe, I know an episode hasn't come out in a little while, mm-hmm. but it is $5 a month, uh, but we will get uh, the episodes out for April. Applesles. So we can't thank you. Really appreciate your support. And, again. We can't thank uh, you. He said we can't thank you. We can't thank you enough. Thank you. Oh, enough. You missed the enough part. Uh, By the way, also can... in your show at one point you talk about performing at the Bushfire Relief Fund, right? Yeah. Uh, you prefaced it by saying, oh, it was a dream of mine to perform at the bushfire relief. And I'm like, you dreamt about people having bushfire crisis and wanting to perform? Yeah, I think someone else picked up on that as well, I think. Um, I think what you want to say, it was a genuine honor. It was a genuine honor. To, it was, uh, saying, to, it was to a childhood dream. I think you said it was a childhood dream of mine. To I, think, I don't think I was a childhood dream. Listen to a recording of it. Uh, okay, oh, to I be do, fair, I, I was pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> um, and look, thank you very much for listening. It is nice uh, to be back uh, and uh, getting back into our rhythm. And again, uh, Patreon, $5 a month. But uh, again, thank you for your patience. But we will get out an episode to you very, very soon. Okay? All right. Bye-bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.